Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of... Meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, an early break, fun show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. Thanks to Nick Sainter giving us a little breakdown of the high school state basketball tournament. Girls and boys both this week starting today. Again, he will have action for the first game, 9 a.m. at PBA. We will have 32 games on this station broadcast by either Nick or DP through Saturday. I was a little. I came out of that a little more interested in the girls' side. Yeah, that that. I mean, the Dominique Taylor Kelly McCabe from Fremont. Yeah, yeah, and Dominique Kelly at Lincoln High. Right, the former the great. I mean, she was. A, I would call her a former Husker great. By the way, she, she was, was. If you don't remember, really she was a great. She was a she, great. She played on that that undefeated team right. with Kelsey Griffin and yeah. Corey Montgomery, Ivani Turner. Yeah, she was gigantic on that team. So yeah, that that's a, the Lincoln High story is a great story. Taylor McCabe's a great story. Uh, Nick set that up very well. Good job by Nick. Yeah, that's why that's why I bring him in. You know, Nick Nick does the high school show every Saturday yeah. morning. He's covering a lot of high school stuff. So. Oh, we got off to a rocky start today, but it's we've well. I was in. trying to set up a great you know win for Nebraska and got interrupted right in the middle of it. I said, Who "Interrupted you? You did." <laughs> But it, it is it is a victory Monday in Nebraska men's basketball. <laughs> beats get over Wisconsin. That, I'm not getting over it. We don't have a lot of victory Mondays on this program. You take them when you can get them, especially if it's against a ranked team on the road in their building. 74-73 Nebraska wins. So I keep saying that whatever Trev Alberts told Fred Hoiberg uh, when telling him he, he would be retained has really clicked. Could the same happen for Scott Frost when we get to football season? I don't know. I mean, I guess... It's clicked to an extent where he fired some guys. Yeah. And he hired four new guys. I don't know why I stiff-armed that right out of the gate. I'm surprised you did, frankly. Yeah, what was that? What was that? I don't know. You have some sort of narrative. Some narrative or tick. I have some ticks. 
think about that for a second. I I just didn't. Okay, I'll, I'll just get. Let's just get down to it. I just didn't want to give Trev Alberts credit for Nebraska beating Wisconsin. I just I'm didn't. not giving him the, all the credit. I think he's it starts it's a domino effect. Right. Yeah. His, I was yes. his confirmation to Fred with four games ago in the regular season said, "Hey, figure it out. You're coming back. You're not. We're not buying you out. We're not firing you. So figure it out." So and you, that clicked. You said something that helped me come around and, and frankly made me feel guilty for, for attacking you right out of the gate. Glad to hear that. You said something really you said something really intelligent. Right? And sometimes I'm just not used to that. <laughs> Cut that one up, Harrison. You said and it and it does make a lot of sense. That when when a team gets going like this, there's a lot of people that deserve credit. There's a lot, right? Yes, it's and not it's one true. Individual person, and you have to say that Trev does deserve credit for working with Fred. You know, they've they've. I mean, Trev's whole approach with these guys, Trev Alberts, the AD, his whole approach with these coaches is to help them, to not just throw money in fire. Mm-hmm. And and clean house because we can because Nebraska because because make no mistake Nebraska could have anteed up eighteen point five million I'm going to say it Jake easily easily with no pain Nebraska could have paid Fred's buyout easily okay I I, I don't mind saying that on the airwaves it's one hundred percent accurate okay it's not ninety nine point nine it's one hundred percent accurate. But Trev, Trev Alberts did not want to go that route. He wants to work with Fred. Wants to work with Fred. Fred's only in his third year. And you're right. Since that time, they've had three games, four games, four games. Come on. Iowa, Iowa Penn State, yep. Ohio State, Wisconsin. That's four right. games. They've Since that game, games. they've had four games, and they've all been strong. All been they strong. Have been one a different loss. Team. One loss to Iowa. Iowa needed a late surge to win by ten. That's right. Eighty-eight to seventy-eight. Yep. Needed a late surge. They held Keegan Murray to I think fifteen. Murray's averaging twenty-three point three. They played well against Iowa. They shredded Penn State, and that's where I thought this is a scary team right now. That game, I I came out. I didn't need the Ohio State game as evidence. I did. I didn't because they what they did to Penn State was embarrassed Penn State on its home court on Senior Day. By the way, yeah, yeah, that John was Harris se- still crying. Yeah, that, <laughs> you are heartless. By the way, um, that was There's a lost lot here. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a total dismantling of a pretty good Penn State team, seven win team at the time in the Big Ten, a respectable Penn State team. Se- that, yeah, they had seven Big Ten wins at the time. And Nebraska buried them and then went and beat Ohio State on Ohio State's home court. Nebraska had four turnovers on the road yep. against Ohio State. Well, okay. The reason why I, I'm stopping there. The okay. reason why I thought that they were not necessarily scary following that is because I looked back at last year when Nebraska just pounded Rutgers by 30 in Lincoln. And it didn't mean anything. They didn't do yeah. anything with that. So uh-huh. I said, okay, this is a one-off. We know this team could. We said all year long, this team is going to beat somebody badly. And they finally beat Penn State badly. And I said, okay, well, now come prove it. Prove to me that the Iowa close loss was real, that the Penn State win was real, 
and then do it again. And they did it. Okay, now and they now, beat Ohio I, State. I, I don't want. I'm not giving myself credit here, but remember what I said when you told me that Ohio State was a 13 point, 13 and a half point favorite. What did I say? No at way. Nebraska. No, 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 no. When Ohio State was a a 13 and a half point favorite at Ohio State. You said bet Nebraska? Yeah, I said, yeah. I said, that's I thought what, said, I, thought that's what said, I said. I thought you said at Nebraska. No, I oh. said bet Nebraska. Yeah, I said no way they're winning by that. No way. So I knew I knew something clicked. Something was clicking. And I'm not, I mean, yeah. I I don't know what's going to happen in, in Indy, but I'm expecting one and maybe two. And if you get two, if you beat Northwestern and then beat Iowa, and you got Rucker sitting there, yeah, watch out. I, if I were Chris Paznet going to that, I'd make sure I have a hotel room reserved for a few days, not just one. Just saying. Go back to Trev. Yeah, so Trev Alberts again. Trev, like we said, Trev uh, gave – Hoiberg the chance to come back next year. So we're not firing retained him. We retained you. You're not going anywhere. I know that at that point you are one in fifteen, right? They lost and they go to yeah, one in sixteen. What were they in the Big Ten in Fred's tenure at that point? Six and forty-eight, something like that. Yeah, six Horrible. and forty-nine. Just, yeah, and, and like I said, I ha- I have no apologies to anybody here. Every criticism that we laid out here, that I laid out here, I stand by because it was deserved up until they've actually done something with it. They've they've won games. Congratulations. When you win, people don't criticize you. When you lose way more than you win, that's when you start people calling for your job, which is actually fair. It's it's fine for that to be the case. So no, I'll say it again, like I said in the first hour. I have no apologies to anybody for what I said on Twitter or on this show regarding the status of what I believe uh, Fred Hoiberg's job should be at Nebraska. I thought he should have been fired. But I'm glad to see that they're 3-1 and one, the last four games with three road wins in a row. And we'll see where this goes. Okay, from here. now here's the thing: is has the program turning a a corner? It's a complicated discussion, right? Because they're not going to have how many of these guys are going to have back next year. Over the weekend, it became apparent to me Bry- Bryce McGowan doesn't come back. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Verge is okay. Yep. This team, this team to me is about Verge and McGowan's number one. Now it's become Alonzo Verge. I'd say Alonzo Verge right now, number one. I think he's the impetus. And then Bryce. And then Trey. And then I would go, would you go four to Wiltshire at that point? Or Walker? Probably Walker. Walker. Then Wiltshire. Mm -hmm. But anyway, okay, you're going to get Wiltshire back out of those guys. But how many of those guys are you getting back in that discussion? Maybe just Wiltshire, right? Right. I think it's just Wiltshire. It's it's possible you get you could get Walker back, especially now Maybe. they're riding a wave. But man, that he's a mature individual. Um, he might want to get on with his his his. He might want to get on and start making some serious money. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm not talking about necessarily NBA, but he's got business aspirations. He might be able to go play overseas and just start making serious money at this point in his life. This this is why. When you read Fred Hoiberg's quote from yesterday, saying "I I just wish we had done more with this roster," I'm kind of sick, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. To paraphrase, I'm I'm sick that I'll we didn't do more with this roster yeah. than what we're doing now, because he knows that it's coming to an end. It, it, this, these guys had potential to do what they're doing now throughout the basketball season, knowing that hey, 
we're going to have to flip it again. A lot of these guys aren't coming back. It's nice to see we're getting some results now, some positive results after a terrible season. But it's just like a, a little blip before you have to restart again next season. Which this is, is tough. the quote. It's a great quote by Fred. Fred Hoiberg, after last yesterday's game, yesterday afternoon's game, I just look back on this and it makes me a little bit sick. I'd like to start this thing over with this group and the way they're playing right now. I will tell you this about Fred. And again, I saw him on Saturday at at the at the Devaney Sports Center. They had a media availability. They had him at the you know main session, and then I talked to him in the hall in the hallway. I know you're not. I, mean, I know what you're going to say. I'm not surprised, but man, he was locked in. He good. He Glad knew. To hear that. I mean, he. I bet. Now, when I look back on the way his demeanor was, I bet he knew that he was thinking we can beat this team. I also think he was okay. When I say locked in, Fred, not in the mood for small talk on Saturday, not in the mood for small talk. He probably knew about Bryce McGowan's situation, right? His wrist injury, which kept him out of the game, kept him out of yesterday's game. He probably knew at that point. My God, I'm going to Wisconsin without Bryce. And that's tense. That's sometimes I don't even at age fifty five after covering this stuff for thirty years, sometimes I probably don't consider the stress level these guys are under. You're going to the cool mm. center to play that damn team in front of a packed house that's playing for the out, Big Ten title outright on senior day, and I'm going without my damn best player. I mean, I'm not sure it's either Verge or McGowan's. At this point, I'm almost saying Verge is their best player. What do you say? He's played really. He's played really well. Yes. Recently, the last eight games, he's yeah, been. Re- he if you look at his stats, the last eight games, he, he's been strong. Bryce has been strong too. Yes. But but Verge's ability to to you know make good passes and and yeah. wi- and willingly pass the ball, lead the Big Ten in assists. That you know we all we all harped early on for most of the season about you know he's just it seems like he was selfish basketball. He would yes. take a bad shot. He wouldn't pass it up. There's a couple times yesterday he, he made a bad pass. Like he was trying to pass. It was just a bad pass. But still, but, he would make a good pass and give somebody a chance in an easy bucket. But, Jake, here's the deal. He came to Nebraska. Never, he'd never play, he didn't play point guard at Arizona State. It, it, okay. So it took him a while. It did. That's season. what it looks like. Well, not the whole because it's been 80, eight games. 80% of the season. I'll say 75. Okay. 75. It took him 75 to 80% of the season to understand how to play the Whatever the percentage is, I mean, the eight, last eight games, I don't know if Which that's... is still an indictment on the construction of the roster, by the way. He's obviously capable. That's still... And that's why I don't apologize for my previous harping against Nebraska because that is still an indictment on the way you crafted this roster. Alonzo Verge is just now, the last seven, you know, six, seven games, becoming a quality point guard. Could you have... Been a better basketball team if you had an actual point guard on it to start with? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, when I say Verge leads the Big Ten in assist, I'm not talking about the last eight games. I'm talking about for the season. I know, Jake. He's, but he's been on a heater with assists recently. Yeah, 5.3 assists per game. You know who's number two? Paul Mulcahy. From of your, Rutgers. Of your Rutgers. Steve Peichel's boy. <laughs> yeah, 5.2. He's next. And then uh, A.J. Hoggard at Michigan State, 4.8. With Xavier Johnson, former Nebraska recruit at Indiana, four point eight. So, 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 yeah, I, I'm going with Verge as the best player on this team right now. Right now, I'm going with Verge. 
He is a he is a magician in the lane. A magician in the lane. He is, yeah. He's just and he so always f- has been this year. That's been strong he's all so year. Quick. He's so quick and he finds ways to get the ball up off the glass. It's amazing. There was a there was a shot in the second half yesterday where, where Wisconsin. This is when they had they first made their run to get back in the game, and they t- they took the lead. But but Verge is going to his right, and he has to get this over one of the big guys for Wisconsin. He's falling to the ground. He gets fouled, and again, just a soft kiss off the top. He does it, and one he missed the free throw. But just the fact he got that to go. I mean, Kugler and Hummel were like, "What? How did that happen?" I'm telling you, and that was me in my chair saying, "How did that happen?" But he does it quite often. Not necessarily to that magnitude yeah but he gets he gets home yeah he gets home he gets home thank you that's yeah he's interesting too because he doesn't get you know what? he doesn't get home by throwing down dunks no he doesn't yeah, he, he doesn't somehow dunk. is able to to maneuver around that lane maneuver around the rim amidst the trees and get the ball in the hoop it's he and a lot of it has to do with his handles i mean his handles are amazing and he can go left he, he, he's got a left-handed he, handle. He do it all. I mean, he likes going right, for his, sure. His confidence level right now is at the absolute max. Yeah, well, he should be confident because there's not many guys that can guard him in the league right now. Nope. And, and like I said, he, he had that fourth foul, uh, not to me a tech foul, called the tech for just slamming the basketball down slightly and staring back and saying nothing at Wisconsin. Can you and then he still he's playing the rest of the time with, with four fouls, gets fouls out with 19 seconds 19 to go. Seconds. But he... Played smart enough basketball to not do a, a you know crazy charge mm-hmm. or do a dumb ticky tack foul and get fouled out with four minutes to go something like that. Can you imagine how much fun these? I I would think these guys now are like, this is, oh, like they're getting ready to go to Indy and they know they got a shot now. Yeah, we actually we have something to play for. We're playing. Yeah. We're playing hard. We're playing. We're winning. Confidence. We're getting results. Yeah, they have confidence. There's stuff we have to, you know. I've said all along through this, all this losing and the way this season's gone. You got to try to glean. You got to try to learn from it. This is remember. This is a team that we're talking about. A team that was down 34 on their home court to Northwestern, not that long ago. Everyone was ready for the season to be over, right? Yeah, we, we we're, were ready for it to all the end. We're talking about a team that was down 34 on its home floor to Northwestern. We're talking about a team that. Gave up a forty-two to ten run in the first half to Iowa. Okay, what? I mean, the turnaround. See, I don't know what to say about it. It's it's sort of remarkable. I guess now, Jake. Again, I know you came out of the gate with this Trev Alberts take that you get you, you give a lot of the credit to Trev Alberts. Okay, you can give some of it to him. I didn't say all of it. I, I said know. give a lot of it. To I know. Him. I know. You do have to. I mean, there's it does line up. It lines up very well. Yeah, it does line up. But I did ask Trey McGowan's that question on Saturday, and he said, "We, you know, we don't talk about that stuff in the locker room." So I don't know if it had a direct. Could be player speak, not telling you all the information. <laughs> yeah, ever, it could you, be. I you mean, ever realize man, they don't they don't tell you probably all the things you want yeah, to hear. Right. I mean, something. I mean, there is a correlation because they did play well against Iowa, right? I'm, I'm sorry. The fa- I'm seeing a team that plays defense and rebounds, which I didn't see for the majority of the season. So something has changed since that meeting with Trev Alberts. Well, again, the way that he is coaching in practice and the way – I mean, it's a different team. Again, now, again, give credit where credit's due. We have hammered Hoiberg on this show. Deservedly so. He deserved but, hammering. But now he deserves praise. Because he said he reconnoitered the offense three different times this year. 
three different times. He's ne- he says he's never done that in his career. Well, when you're losing a lot of games, you got well, to do but what do we always do? We ask coaches, "Hey, adjust." Give Fred credit for adjusting. Give give Verge credit for coming on. Give Wilcher credit for finding his stroke. Give Walker credit. Yep. Give Walker credit for always being there pretty much. Yeah, he's pretty reliable. Walker has been there pretty much all year. He's been solid. He's been yeah. very, very solid. And, and, you know, I actually see what um, Ed Andre, you know, he had four points yesterday. He, he provides some defense for yeah. Nebraska. Fairly reliable. Fairly reliable. So, again, we're uh, pumped for Nebraska. Three straight wins. They beat Wisconsin 74-73 on to the Big Ten tournament. On Wednesday, they will play Northwestern, not as the 14th seed, as the 13th seed. Minnesota last in the conference. 5 p.m. game against Northwestern. Winner plays Iowa. Yep. And Nebraska has a little bit of a path. It's, yep. I mean, it's again, though, Northwestern has beaten Nebraska twice. No way, no way. That'll. I they, imagine they that'll be a tough game. Nebraska twice. Pummeled. Yeah. Northwestern beat Minnesota last night. Yes, they did. It's just a lot about. You know what a lot of this is? It's frame of mind. Want to at this point? Does is Northwestern? What's Northwestern playing for? Not much, right? Not much. Nebraska. Nebraska's on this. Has this incredible story going, like. Whose why is stronger, Jake? I ask you that question. When I say why, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Why you want to win. Whose why is stronger? I'm saying Nebraska's. I'm saying Nebraska's because they have this incredible story going. Northwestern doesn't have an incredible story going. Why does Northwestern no, want Northwestern to win this game? season's over. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Right. They, their coach might get fired. Yeah. Nebraska right now is thinking, you know what they're thinking? We're going to shock the world. We're going to Indy to shock the college basketball world. That's what they're going to do, right? Yep. Uh, Before we get to break, it is our day to give away a Beatrice Bakery care package. There are several good options today. I'm going to go with this one, though, for this. Um, I I like great stories. I like to honor people who have done great things. You know this name, Sip. John Larson, the longtime high school coach at Lincoln Southeast in Crete, announced that he is hanging it up. After a state record 638 wins, that is the most by anybody in Nebraska high school history for, for girls. Uh, John Larson, 72 years old, is hanging it up. But uh, again, what a great career at Lincoln Southeast and at Crete. So today, because of what he's done, uh, developing you know the different teams over there in the in the in the past decades, plural decades yeah. as a high school coach, we will honor him with a. Care package from Beatrice Bakery. Get your own packages at BeatriceBakery.com. Liqueur cakes, caramel cakes, and more. Again, mm. Beatrice Bakery. Today's recipient, John Larson, longtime head coach at Lincoln Southeast and Crete Girls Basketball. Great choice. 638 wins, Sip. Yeah, that's a lot of good nights. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of victories. It's a lot of good days. A lot of victories for John Larson. What, what are we talking about next? Uh, we have not given Husker baseball their due yet. They won three of four. They should have won all four. We'll discuss the weekend that was next on Early Break on the Ticket. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch.
Boost Mobile, unleash your power. And the ding! Limited time offer, new customers only, available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere, one device per line, tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.